I just have a sense that uh, when things do uh, normalize, I think there's going to be a real uh, uh, drive in terms of evangelism. Yes. Uh, so I think we can really capitalize on that. And I think the Lord is actually warming people's hearts up again. People are really uh, are going to be turning to the Lord in this season. Mm. Uh, uh, if if anything, uh, this COVID is, is, is showing humans that we are not in control, mm. <laughs> you know? Sure. <laughs> Welcome to the Gospel Coalition Africa podcast. My name is Black Newborn. Um, thank you so much for joining us uh, for this episode. And on the other line, uh, we have a friend of mine. His name is Gregory Kazim. He'll introduce himself and just tell us a bit about what he's doing. Um, and then we'll get into our conversation. Greg, what's up, bro? Hey, my brother Black. I'm good yourself. Good, man. Um, for those who don't know you, man, can you please tell us who you are, where you're from, and what you're currently involved in? Sure, man. Yeah. So my name is Craig Nikasim. Uh I'm from Durban, a beautiful city uh, in South Africa. <laughs> Husband of one wife, uh, got a young kid. He just turned one uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. And there's a second one on the way, man. What? <laughs> well, thank you so much for dropping the bomber. We're on air, bro. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> so yeah, God is, God is faithful. That's good, man. Praise him indeed, bro. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, so that's just a bit about me, and yeah, so I'm a bivocational minister, yeah. uh, and we just planted a brand new church on the first of March, man. So yeah, we give God glory for that. Yeah, yeah, praise Him for that, bro. And, and we want to obviously get into that, uh, just in yeah. out of everything that is happening. Um, sure. So obviously, COVID nineteen has hit us. Um, yeah. And it actually started with you guys in case. Yes, it has. Yep. <laughs> um, can you tell us where you were at when you heard the news? Um, and can you please describe for us just the the the, uh, the atmosphere it, around what was happening? It's, yeah closer to home because uh, Patient Zero actually works for the company I work for. Wow. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So we've got internal uh, uh, mail just stating uh, this is what transpired. And then one of the buildings, uh, obviously, uh, they had to do some deep cleaning and quarantining. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously, uh, just the human nature, people starting to to be afraid, you know, yeah. uh, stressing, hey, we're not too sure what's going to transpire because obviously we're watching what's happening uh, in the world. Mm. And yeah, man, so I was, at, I was at the workplace, man, and just watching things unfold. And yeah, we are today, man, 150 cases counting. Yeah, yeah. How, how did you feel yeah. personally? I mean, I, I didn't know that the guy was so close to you. Uh, in yeah. proximity, rather. Yeah, well, well, me personally, uh, you know, for the most part, you know, we watch the news and it's like, ah, it's not shared at home, you know? Yeah. So, obviously, uh, the news did, did take me by surprise, you know what I'm saying? Especially yeah. that the dude works in the same company as myself. <laughs> sure. And then, obviously, thoughts run through your mind, hey, what if I was at that specific building that he was in on that specific day? Yeah. And then you try tracing your steps and stuff. So, yeah, it's just, just the human nature, it's just to, like... Uh, play scenarios in your mind uh, you know your watch if scenarios but yeah yeah yeah, yeah sure yeah, so so are you are you personally personally rather quarantined are you at home um no 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 so 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 it happened in in one of our, our other buildings so we got multiple okay. buildings in Durban. yeah so i'm not quarantined so it's still work as usual yeah, yeah. Uh, but at this point in time we do have the option from working from home so like one or two days i was just going to the office but for the most part we we're working at home now 
Okay. Oh, that's pretty yeah. dope, man. Um, you, you, you mentioned earlier on that you were by vocational minister. For those yeah. who don't know what that means, uh, can you please just yeah elaborate on that? Yeah, so uh, so by vocational means that uh, lead a church uh, and I have a nine to five, basically. Yeah. Yeah, you tend so, to make it. So, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah so like Paul, we we're making tents yeah. and we preaching the gospel full time, type of a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty dope, man. And and for as long as I've known you, at least the uh, the conversation about church planting has been one that's that's on your lips. Um, yeah. And this year you officially opened. Um, and obviously the the process of planting does not start the year you open. Um, yeah, but, yeah. But yeah. this this year you officially opened the doors. Uh, can yeah. you can you briefly run us through um, from the time you like okay God has said I'm planting to going to actually starting the process building a team um, to to actually launching Can you run us through that process? Yeah, man. So I think like it was actually like uh, there was always a knowing at the back of my mind. Yeah. Uh, but uh, my upbringing uh, in church, obviously, I was seeing leadership, and our church is done through the lens, uh, through an unhealthy lens, basically. Mm. And I've been running away for, from it for a while. Sure. Uh, and then, like in the last five years, man, God just started to to, to talk to me and work and and work in my heart uh, mm. in a sense of, hey, I, I've really called you to do something. Uh, so I was serving at a specific church, yeah. uh, and then like three years ago, I just felt time uh, to, to to leave that place, mm. and I want to show exactly what the next step was, mm. uh, and then uh, I was just limbo for a few months, just visiting various churches, uh, and then I found myself like about 18 to 20 months ago sure. uh, in a more or less uh, reform type of a set-up church. Yeah. Uh, where where the flavor of the church was not necessarily to my liking and cultural upbringing, <laughs> uh, but the word was one hundred percent, you know, solid. It was sound doctrine, yeah. gospel centered, spirit led type of a vibe, and yeah. and I just child man. And so uh, I was just sitting in the church, and then next thing you know, I was called uh, to to be on the preaching team and to sit in on leadership. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, and then early last year, I just had a conversation with the lead elder in the church. I was like, I really feel that God is uh, really telling me to to start up something. Yeah. I'm not too sure about the timing, but at that point in time, I had September 2019 in my mind. And, and yeah, man, so the church just took that news with excitement, and sure. they really basically like adopted it as well. Like, hey, we are going to stand behind you. We're excited about uh, what God is calling you to do. Mm. And yeah, fast forward, uh, March 2020, 1st of March, uh, we plant a church. Uh, so the church is called Hope Church, mm. and, and we're based out here in Durban. And then we part of the Plato family um, of, of churches uh, called Advanced Network. Sure. Uh, so it's just been beautiful, man, just to, to, to plug into a healthy network of churches mm. uh, where you can just call on, on brothers, like uh, obviously when you need direction and you're uncertain about certain things. Yeah. So it's just been a beautiful, beautiful journey leading up until now, man. Sure, that's pretty dope, man. Um, yeah. Exciting. Uh, and obviously a lot has been leading up to this one moment. Um, yeah. And then in the midst of all of that, COVID-19 
hits. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, man. So first of first of March, uh, excitement. You know, uh, yeah. people from the various churches, friends and family, uh, people from the community who hear about the church, they come to to the launch, and yeah, it's popping. Yeah. And then, uh, and then the first week thereafter, uh, the ninth of March, hey, we get new faces coming in, and yeah, it's just been awesome. And then. Uh, I think like at the beginning of last week, we really started to see, okay, uh, COVID-19 is really uh, taking uh, it's really taking shape in the country, yeah. so to speak, and it's picking up momentum. And then obviously the president uh, uh, just uh, made the announcement that no more than 100 mm. people can gather. Uh, but we are a baby church. We don't have that issue. Okay. Uh, so, we, so we're still going to be gathering. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but obviously we have to obviously take safety precautions uh, and stuff. Obviously, sanitize people as they come in, elbow greets, whatever the case is. Yeah. Uh, so, as things stand, uh, as of today, uh, we will still be gathering like on Sundays, mm. and and yeah, man. So we just being in contact with our people, especially our core team, uh, just encouraging the guys on the various platforms on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And then on Sunday we will meet uh, because uh, just judging from. From from what we're seeing, it could be we could be going into lockdown very soon, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so the debates is going around now, and churches are going online. So, sure. Wow, who would have ever thought that <laughs> this would could possibly be our first Easter having church in front of a, a screen? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Celebration so, pass over in front of a screen. That's a crazy thought, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that and that's what I wanted to ask next. Like, um, so obviously with with uh, with uh, possible yeah. lockdown coming. Um, have you have yeah. you guys met with the core team to kind of strategize what you're going to be doing in the next couple of months yeah. if that's where we at for the so, rest of the year yeah so we have that net so I'm assuming uh, I don't think lockdown will be like in the near future but I'm assuming that they will reduce the amount of gatherings even down to 10 people that's what I can foresee Yeah. Uh, and if that transpires man we just gonna push like the the our group structure very hard you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah. Uh, we have been developing our leaders behind the scenes for the past six months so we've got people who are able and ready mm-hmm. uh, to read uh, to lead small groups you know so uh so we're not too we're not too concerned about that at this stage uh so as i say yeah so we will just be meeting in homes man so we're just gonna try and keep that incarnational ministry thing going on you sure, know that's good, and, and if it, and if it does come down to a total lockdown then obviously we're gonna have to go to the technology your facebook the instagram the whatsapp messages yeah. uh pre-recording messages and sending it out to the people type of a thing yeah. and that's also a beautiful thing in a sense because uh you you're reaching not just your own audience when you go online you know mm. uh, you're able to to reach uh, the masses uh yeah. so yeah so there is some good in that that's good bro um yeah. and, and so for you obviously church planting this is a is a new plant um yeah personally what feelings did you have did you have any wrestles with the lord were you were you, were you like yo man how can you call me uh, to do this and now you allow this to happen <laughs> yeah yeah man so so yeah so a lot of people have been asking me the question they're like dude you just planted a church man you know so obviously now's the time where you start picking up momentum uh but personally i'm actually very hopeful uh i just have a sense that uh, when things do uh normalize i think there's gonna be a real uh uh drive in terms of evangelism yes Uh, so i think we can really capitalize on that and i think the lord is actually warming people's hearts up again people are really 
uh, are going to be turning to the Lord in this season. Mm. Uh, uh, if if anything, uh, this COVID is, is, is showing humans that we are not in control. Mm. <laughs> you know, sure. uh, so I think I think people are going to be warming up uh, more to the gospel. Uh, so uh, we're just going to prepare ourselves and ready ourselves, man. So as soon as things normalize and we can get out there, uh, we're going to ramp up our evangelism like, in a very strong way. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm hopeful. Uh, I'm not too concerned because we don't have a building where we're paying like exorbitant figures for rental and stuff. Sure. It's like a pay-as-you-go type of a thing. So we don't have like money tied up because there's also that aspect you have to think about. Mm. Uh, yeah. We don't have we don't have people on staff. Uh, we don't have rentals that we need to pay. Yeah. We don't have any outstanding bills. You know, everything sure. we, we started up with is obviously debt-free. So in that sense, uh, it's a blessing in that sense. And then there's no one, no individual uh, that's dependent on the church for, for like an income of sorts. Yeah. So so I think we're kind of in a good space uh, uh, when you look at it from, from that angle. Uh, so yeah, man. So obviously there is a concern for the people, especially for the newborns, mm. the newborn saints that have just come in. Yeah. Uh, so we're really just trying to keep uh, touching base with them on a more regular basis sure. uh, and just trust in the Lord, man. No, that's good, bro. Um, yeah. And, and I think just yeah, before we end off, um, yeah. So, so what sermon do you preach to your people <laughs> when, when all of this is happening? What what conversations man, are you having so, with your core team? So, so it's a brand new church, right? So it just started this thing, all things Jesus series, right? Yeah. Uh, so my first sermon I was talking about who is Jesus and going to the book of John. Yes. And then last week I spoke about uh, the, the purpose of why Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil, devil in first John, you know, yeah. and just really glorifying Jesus and really painting a picture of who he really is. Mm. Uh, but I think this Sunday, man, uh, I think I'm just going to just switch it up a bit man, and just, uh, just preach a message of hope. Mm. Uh, and mm. just preach about uh, Jesus speaking to the disciples, man. Let not your hearts be troubled, you know. Sure. Uh, just preach against anxiety, and you know, just to just to leave it all at the Lord's feet in these times of uncertainty. Yeah. Uh, obviously, some people in our team uh, they might be affected uh, employment-wise. Uh, sure. so there's a whole lot of things going on, and yeah. so it's just a matter of. Uh, encouraging people because jesus warned us against worry you know it's like yeah. hey, each day has its own sufficient evils you know yeah. so it's just a matter of functionally believing that you know we can say amen when the preacher speaks but functionally is that thing operating in your life daily so sure. it's just a matter of just like reiterating that and hopefully that seed uh grows in their hearts man and they just come to a place of trust in the lord in the midst of this uh because we're all in uncharted territories, man. There's no mm. preacher alive that I know that has preached through a uh, letter church through a pandemic. Yeah. And, and so plant a church that is three weeks old and, and this is transpiring. This is like uncharted territory. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, it's also dope material for a book, man. Yeah. One day, not an intention in the midst of a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. That God did through the whole process. So, yeah. I just think there's going to be a lot of testimonies that are going to come out of this. Uh, obviously, there are trying times ahead, but but God is sovereign and God is in control. Man. Indeed, man. Well, that was Gregory 
um, and just seeing and hearing how God is working in his life, uh, particularly with his church plant during these trying and, and crazy times. Uh, I certainly encouraging, hopefully you are encouraged. If you are a church planter um, and you've already started as Greg has, um, you know, focus on Jesus, uh, keep to the plan, um, encourage those that God has called you to. There's something vital that Greg said. Um, that if you have started, uh, don't feel like, well, this must have been a mistake. I shouldn't have been doing this. Uh, trust in the Lord and believe him and his promises to carry you through uh, these times. Um, if you are in the process of planting and you're still gathering your people, uh, just formulating your team, uh, getting the DNA of of the church, um, I think you'll know, trust the Lord. Continue building with those God has called you to be with. Um, and 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 continue with with the plan, right? Um, and and stick to it as well, um, and, and just make sure that you're looking to Him. Uh, he is the one who is building the church, um, as the scriptures tell us. If if He does not build the house, then we labor in vain. Um, so he's the one who's building. It's a privilege that we can come alongside him to build. Thank you so much for listening. Um, hopefully, again, you were encouraged and that you would share this with others uh, who need the encouragement, especially that most of us would be in isolation right now. And we just need that word. We need to hear a voice to, to encourage us. We need to hear somebody that is going through this uh, similar thing uh, that we can also feel um, in, in encouragement. So so please share with with those that you can share it with we'll keep updating you guys and we'll just keep on interviewing other people uh, so that we can get more stories as all of these things unfold um, in, in this time that we're in right now so thank you again grace and peace